Hey everyone, how's it going? It's Charlie Morgan here and welcome to another video. So, service delivery, right? When I say that word, some people get excited and some people roll their eyes and say, oh, for fuck's sake, here we go again. I hate service delivery. Um, today's video is going to show you how to retain clients and massively improve your service delivery. Uh, this is the sort of shit that we put in our paid training program. Um, like it's a little system, works really well to retain clients and I see a huge struggle in the in the market at the moment of people basically trying to get clients and then they can't. So what we're going to do is hop into my computer shortly. And on that computer, I will show you exactly what we do. It's one little paradigm shift, one little model you can use. And if you do this, it will massively improve your service delivery. Now, the cool thing is I haven't got like a 997 course to sell you. There's no ebook after this. It's basically a system that I'm going to give you for free. It's wonderful. And if you like it. You can like the video. For those of you who don't know who I am, I've built and scaled a marketing agency. It's called Northflow Consulting. You can have a Google if you want. We've signed over 350 clients and our client retention is a force to be reckoned with, right? And it's because of what I'm about to show you. Um, now I help agency owners build and scale their own marketing agencies and I do it in a way that works really well and I would love to potentially explore working with you. However, I'm not here to pitch you anything. I'm here to explain how to improve your service delivery. So I'm going to hop into my computer and basically run through this system, run through the framework we use. And I promise if you apply this, you can't really go wrong. It's just a question of using it and then giving it some time. So let's hop in. I'll see you in there. All right, here we are inside of the laptop. Now I've got these um, little celebration remarks around my video because we are celebrating because we are fixing a problem right joking but here we go so let's take a look at this now the main thing to understand here is that your system is we need to understand how systems work to understand how to fix service delivery problems let me explain the paradigm then i'll explain the system um so how this is going to go is we have to let's let's just take a real nice ah, should we use e-commerce we use lead generation as an example um Let's do e-com for now, right? So let's say um, the conversion that you want is a purchase, right? Um, and let's also do one for lead gen, just so everyone can understand. So basically, um, in fact, let's not even go for lead. Let's go for appointment over here. Um, so what you've got to realize is that like, when you're building a service delivery system, you're building a system to um, produce an output, okay? So if you're building a system for e-commerce businesses, then the output, Put is basically purchases and if you're building a system for like a brick and mortar business or a coach or something or whatever that might be um that says cooch definitely not supposed to say cooch coach um then we're looking to produce the output of appointments now really the the output that we really want instead of appointments is sales but we can't really track that so we want to only um try and build a system around an output that we can track and what we need to know is that this is these these things here are basically outputs now, all systems have outputs. Now, this might sound simple, but bear with me. Now, what we have to do is then we have to look at the straight line at the start of the system and recognize like, what's the input for this system? Like, what's the first thing we have to put into this line or this series of subsystems to produce the output that we're desiring? Um, so let's just say that well, the, the, the most important one is impressions, right? Because without impressions, we can't really have anything, right? So the, the input, to a service delivery system is impressions because like we can't have anything without someone actually seeing the thing that begins the whole system. So what then happens is we have to recognize and to understand this whole service delivery conundrum, you have to see it in a certain way. Um, you've got to recognize that if you're not getting enough purchases, you're not getting enough appointments, 
that we have to first of all define the problem. I think it was like Einstein or Newton or someone that said that like if he had an hour to solve a problem, he'd spend the first like 55 minutes defining the problem, the last five minutes solving it basically, which is quite a smart thing to say. And what I'm doing here is I'm giving you a a way to like define the issue because most people are like, oh my God, my cost per just spiked. Oh my God, like my ROAS is way out. And then they start making all these changes and chaotically changing copy and creatives. And then like, they're just sort of shooting in the dark and they always miss because when you shoot in the dark, you tend to miss unless you get lucky. We don't want to run a business on luck, right? We want to run it on cause and effect. So here's the secret to service delivery. Understand that you've got your service delivery system. The input is impressions, right? The output is the, is the outcome, which is purchase or appointment. If you're doing lead gen, if you're doing e-com. Now, Here's where it gets interesting because for e- for ecom, let's just run this through. We have to have a series of subsystems, right? So for purchases to happen, we have to have everything else lining up. How much it costs to get someone to buy is actually an amalgamation of how much it costs to get someone through the rest of the funnel. This might sound like basic stuff, but I promise if you keep listening, it will make sense. So impression. So the first thing we have to do is we have to get someone to click, right? So there's a click, okay? Um, after someone clicks, they obviously have to add um, the thing to cart, right? Um, I'm just actually gonna, we'll just put, um, so it's a click, and then we'll just put add, oh shit. We'll put add to cart. And then after they've added, well, no, not if, yeah. So then after they've added to cart, they have to initiate checkout. And then after they've initiated check- checkout, obviously they have to purchase. Okay, um, and so this, what we can denote here, this is the, this is the e-commerce, and then this is this is what it would be for lead generation. So the first thing, once again, is we have to get a click, right? And then we have to get like um, a form, right? We have to get a form fill, and then we have to get. Um, well, let's keep this. Let's let's bring this even, bring this back even a bit more. So we have to get a click. Then we have to get a form open, right? Then we have to get a form fill. And then after the form fill, we have to get a lead. And after a lead, we have to get an appointment. Okay, so what we can observe now is we, we've taken a an entire system and we've broken it down into a collection of subsystems. And what we have to do is recognize that the outcome, the output we, we get, whether it's um, ROAS or whether it's cost per appointment, is like it's going to be an amalgamation of all the subsystems that are basically sitting under it. So here's the problem, and here's where most people go wrong. So now you understand, I'm just going to keep the example of, um, of an e-commerce here because it, it's probably just the easiest um, to communicate and understand. Um, so I'll rub that out, and we now know what this all looks like and what this all means. So happy days. Let me just... Um, okay. So here's the problem, right? So let's say that you, you're going through, you're, you're building something for a client, and... Um, and basically what happens is we need to find the problem. So let's say for month one, you're getting like a, a 4X ROAS, right? Um, and then for month two, oh, that doesn't look good. Okay, for month two, we're getting like a 4.2X ROAS. And then for month three, it's like 3.8. This is like tolerable averaging, it's fine. But then what happens is like we get to month four and then let's say the ROAS goes down to like 1.2X, right? Which is obviously a big drop. You've dropped by like a huge percentage here. Now, this, when this happens, when, the, when when we get to month four here, most people just start freaking out and they start like making all these weird changes. And so what we'll observe is like people don't really look at the data or stop to actually think like it's very like any agency that uses data is fine, right? But what happens instead is 
like they look at this and they think, oh my God, our cost per purchase has gone up so high. Our, our ROAS has gone down so much. And then what they do is they start making all these changes. So all these arrows denote like parts that they change. Like what they might do is they might be like, oh, let's change the audience. So we'll change, we'll try this targeting and then we'll change this copy and we'll try this creative style instead. And let's also make a change to the product price. And then let's also start looking at how we can improve the conversion rate on the checkout blah, 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 blah. And then like it just, they stay, they make all these changes and like, yeah, sure, one of them might work, but usually you're changing things like against what you're supposed to do, right? So what we need to do instead is we need to actually think like, look at this ROAS and recognize that it's the production of all these subsystems. So what we need to do then is we need to sort of figure out our metrics and our percentages. And I don't actually know what good e-commerce KPIs are. So bear with me as I give you a basic model that I don't properly understand. But let's say that your click-through rate is like 2%, right? Um, let's say your add to cart rate, I, I could be like, I don't know, like 25%. And then the initiate checkout rate is like 10, 15%. And then initiate checkout to purchase rate could be like, uh, 7.5%. And then these numbers won't add up, but let's say your overall like conversion rate on the site totally is like 1.5%. Those numbers will not add up, but like if it's 1.5% and then suddenly it drops like 0.3%, right? that's the sort of conversion drop off over this month, like three to four, then we need to fix this problem. Now, like I said, most people will just go into the subsystems and they'll just make all these chaotic changes. But we have to recognize that whenever like your ROAS spikes or whenever your cost per lead or cost per appointment spikes um, in a negative way, right, ROAS, like it's always cause and effect. It doesn't just happen, right? It just, there's always cause and effect. And like, if you know where to look, you can define the causes and solve them. So let's say like you, you go back and you, you if you don't have your data, you'll just make chaotic changes. But if you do have your data, like a smart entrepreneur who's metric led, um, you can't really be emotional about it because then what you'll do is you'll go back and you'll, you'll think, okay, so these are the stats for months one, two, and three, when we know we're getting great KPIs. We know we've got a row asset of like an average of four, but then month four rolls around and it, it all goes tits up. Um, so then let's say like you look at month four and it's like, well, your click-through rate is like 2.1%. Your out-to-cart rate is like 23%. Your initiate checkout rate is like 16%, but then your initiate checkout to purchase rate, I don't know, could be like, it could have just dropped to like 2% or something, right? And if you've got the data to tell you this is the case, then you immediately know what to do, right? Because now we know that the drop-off in results, if we look at the metrics, you can, you can tell. The issue is not with the click-through rate because the click-through rate is basically the same which means everything that contributes to click-through rate, i.e. targeting, copy, creative, um, what's the other one, um, placements, like offers, that's fine, right? You're producing the same result as you were in month one, two, and three. So the issue is nothing to do with the front end of the ads. And that's where most people start going wrong is they, they take ads that actually are within KPI for click-through rate, and then they start making changes to them when the, the issue is somewhere else. Then let's look at the add to cart rate. Well, it only drops off by 2%. This isn't, this is not significant enough for us to think the add to cart rate is contributing to the issue. So we know the add to cart rate is fine. Then we look at the initiate checkout rate It's 16% above from 15. So that's fine. But then the problem arises when we go from a 7.5% um, initiate checkout to purchase to 2% initiate checkout to purchase. So now what we can do is we can actually know where to look. And so what might have happened here? Um, it could be anything, but let's say that, um, um, dude, this, this is how this shit manifests, right? Let's say that, right, your, your client takes most of their payments through PayPal, right? And through month one, two, three, everything was fine with PayPal. But then in month four, what's happened is your client's um, PayPal account has been temporarily suspended. That happens all the time. And then let's say that like, you know, 2% of your purchases throughout month one, two, and three um, 
you know, like of the 7.5%, like a few of them come through through Stripe, like through card. But let's say the bulk majority go through PayPal, right? And then like, well, what, what happens here is like your entire, your entire service delivery funnel, like it's fine. Everything's fine. All that's happened is your client's PayPal account has been blocked and that's the main method of transaction. And for some reason, your client hasn't become aware of that fact. And so you need to tell the client like, hey, I've just troubleshooted like, this is what we can see. This massive drop off here is the problem. And you look at all the variables and you, you look at all the things that could have caused the drop off. And then you realize like, oh, I just tried to make a payment through PayPal. And it said, sorry, this user can't receive payments right now. That's why we're seeing a drop off. And so what happens is like, this is just one basic example, but this happens, this shit happens all the time. It's like, we've gone from a 4X ROAS to a 1X ROAS, not because of anything, except from the fact that some person at PayPal decided to have an aneurysm and pour someone's account, right? And like, and 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 you've you've fr- panicked and freaked the fuck out and got all emotional. And then most people, <clears throat> like most people, would start making all these stupid changes. But the reality is, it was just like PayPal wasn't working. And this is this shit happens all the time. So like, let's let's just give another quick example here <clears throat> with a lead generation funnel. I'm sorry if you can hear a dog barking in the background. Um, but let's just say you know over here we've got appointments, right? And over here we've got impressions, right? That's that's the overarching like input output system. But then in between here we've got to have clicks, right? We've got to have form fills, right? Then we've got to have um, we've got to have form opens, right? We've got to have form fills, and then off the back of that we've got to get leads, and then off the back of leads we get appointments. And let's say that like through month one, two, and three, I mean months one, two, and three. I'm using this as an example, like it might not be this this like long of a time frame. Like month one, two, and three, like your um your overall appointment booking rate on everything could be like I don't know, like ten percent. And then like in month four, it just drops to like three percent, and you're like, oh my god, why am I getting like a third of the leads I should be? So then what we do is well, if we have the metrics, we can figure out what the problem is. Um, because what would happen here is most people would once again they start changing the ads and shit. But then let's look at this. So let's say that month one, two, and three. Um, we know that our click-through rate is like 2.5%. And let's say that our form open rate is like 50%. And then let's say that our form fill rate is 25%. And then like the, the lead rate from that is like, you know, like 17.5%. And then the lead to appointment things like 10% or something. Now this, this, by the way, these numbers will not add up. I'm just, it's just like giving a basic example. But like these are the metrics that are producing like this 10%. So this outcome here, the overall output that, that the system is spitting out is doesn't really exist. It's basically like a calculation of all of the subsystems. So when people look at like appointment booking systems or lead generation systems or e-commerce systems for, for acquisition or scaling, like there's the, there's sure there's the macro system of impressions to appointments, right? Or cold emails to appointments booked. But really like the, the main metric that you're troubleshooting is an amalgamation, right? It's a it's a it's a collection of a series of subsystems. And if one of those subsystems stop working, like if PayPal stops working when like 70% of your payments go through PayPal, then you will see a 70% decrease in sales. And you might think it's another problem, but then you won't have addressed the problem. So then let's say we get to month four here, and um, you know, we, we see this drop off from 10% to 3% for month four. And then what we might denote here is we could look at it and be like, okay, well, our form open rate is still 50%. Um, you know, on all the traffic we get, uh, it's still like around like 26% on the form um, fill rate. Our lead rate is like 18% and the, to, to appointments is 9%, right? So we look at this data and be like, well, the problem is not with people opening the form. The problem is not with people filling out the form. The problem is not with the leads coming through. The problem is not with appointments being booked from the leads. 
because the metrics are the same. Then what we do is we get to our click-through rate and we can see that this has gone down to like, I don't know, like fucking 0.9% or something, right? Now, then it comes a question of looking at what contributes to the click-through rate because then we need to start defining the problem because you don't just want to isolate click-through rate and be like, oh, I need to change the copy, right? You need to start looking. And it might be the fact that it could be like um, like the offer isn't resonating. It could be like the creative is just drying up, whatever. But it could just be the frequency, right? So it might simply be the case that your frequency, um, you could, there's another metric you can use, right? Your frequency during these um, stages is like, you know, you've got like a 1.2 frequency and then here you've got like a 2.8 frequency. And like, of course, you're going to see a frequency, by the way, is how many times people who you who you reach, you make impressions on. So like if you have a frequency of two, then you're reaching a thousand people and you've got 2000 impressions. Like it's the average amount of times that a single person has seen one of your ads. And if your frequency spikes, then people are going to get banner blindness and stop clicking. And that's how it works. So like all we have to do here is notice the issue is with the frequency nearly like tripling here. Um, well, just about. And um. And that's what's contributing. So how do we fix frequency? Well, we just refresh the um, audience by a couple of age ranges and some budget slightly to, to give the ads some new like creatives and blah, blah, blah. And then you fix the frequency and then that goes back down to like one and then you're suddenly, all these systems are fine. Am I getting a phone call? I never get phone calls. This is the level of production quality you get when you come to my channel. Hang on. Okay. Here we are. We are back. I would cut that out, but... Quite frankly, I haven't got the time to fuck around in screen flow, so I do apologize, but you should, you know, should be able to forgive me, I hope, in my heart. So anyway, that's that's the system and that's the framework we use to perceive this stuff and understanding that it works a lot is important. Now, here's the cool thing. Here's the sexy thing that you're probably here for. Your master spreadsheet, right? This is the big boy. So what you want to do, when I was running a done-for-you um, like marketing agency, uh, I would basically have one of these spreadsheets for every single one of my clients. And at the end of every single day, um, or, or the start of every single day, I would log yesterday's data, basically. Um, and what I would do is I would also get my clients to log their data from yesterday. And if my clients, I took clients on for a refund guarantee. And one of the terms of those guarantees is that they had to log what was in pink every single day. So um, there are a few issues with this spreadsheet in terms of like, um, well, it should actually be fine, to be honest. Yeah, it should be fine. It should be fine. But basically what, what I would do is I'd, I'd list out the dates for the month and every day I'd come in and I'd log yesterday's data. So I'd log how much they'd sent in ad spend. I'd log how many impressions they'd made. I'd log how many clicks they had, how many form starts, how many leads. You can replace these metrics, by the way, with e-commerce metrics like add to carts, initiate checkouts, just fine and change the formatting. But then I'd log how many schedules they had inside a high level. Then I'd log, then the client would come in at the end of every day or the start of every day on yesterday's data. Um, that's the secret, by the way, you log yesterday's data because like today's not finished. If I logged the metrics now at 4 p.m. or 6 p.m., then we might get more leads between now and tomorrow. So then you log, the client would log the calls, the sales and the, the sales volume in terms of dollar amount. And then what happens is like the spreadsheet would basically, at the end of the month, it would format out like all of these numbers, like our average um, cost per thousand impressions, our average click-through rate. And like it would just give us this sort of daily like activity. And then like that way we can define problems and solve them before they even arise. So like if I am in, in if let's say this system is back in here and um, let's say one day, like I'm looking at this spreadsheet and I can see my cost per appointment has massively risen. I can just like literally within five seconds be like, hey, what's, which metric is it? Is it like, is it the click-through rate? Is it the landing page conversion rate? Is it the funnel conversion rate um, or the form conversion rate? 
is it the cost per schedule? Is it the, is it like what is it? And like we can just sort of like this should be ABR. We can just basically like drill down to the specific problem. This this spreadsheet will be in the description of today's video, um, and it will basically help you retain clients for a very very long time. Because like when you know your numbers and when you know your metrics, you you, you kind of just know exactly what to do and what actions to take. And like if you want the effect, you just have to know the the cause, right? We have to cause to effect, of course. Um, but this is how I managed to retain clients for ages. Like, like literally years. Um, I had some clients working with me for like, you know, two, three years, like lead generation clients. And the reason was because every single day I was coming in this spreadsheet. I didn't even, I didn't outsource it, right? Anything like that. I would come in this spreadsheet every day. I would open their Facebook business manager. I would look at their metrics. I'd look at the columns and I would come in and I would log everything. And then I would, the client would also log everything because they were liable for it and they understood they had to do it because they couldn't get the refund or the guarantee if they didn't. Um, and like, it made things so much easier and it still does. And we use this sort of framework of system for all of our other attraction systems, like sales systems and stuff. Like if our overall sales conversion rate is out of whack, we don't just start beating on the rep. We look at all the metrics, like the SHRP rate, the call booking rate, um, the good fit rate, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I wanted to just make this video and share it because a lot of people don't have this, like don't have the metric paradigm of looking at things through the numbers. They just look at a system and then like, the outcome isn't what they expected and they get all emotional and start making stupid changes when it really pays to actually like literally pays money to go back to the data. It's not possible if you don't have the discipline to log it every day. But if I've got clients paying me like two, three grand a month to manage their ads, I could like, I should be able to find the time and the bother to, you know, spend two to three minutes a day logging their metrics and reviewing them. Um, so that's everything for today's video. I hope you enjoyed it. I wanted just to share it because it's really important and I think it will make you a lot of money. Um, if you did enjoy this video, you can subscribe. If you liked it, you can press like. And if you want to comment anything, you might totally disagree and think I'm an idiot. If so, just let me know. Um, but I'm hoping that's not the case and I'm hoping this has been a value. Now, there'll be two things in the description. The first thing will obviously be this spreadsheet that you can just make a copy of. Uh, if you just go to file and then make a copy, um, you can actually just like add it to your own drive and you know, you can use it. Um, the other thing that will be in the description is a link to a funnel. Oh God, a funnel, right? Don't worry. It's not a webinar. It's not a case study or a free training. Um, that funnel is basically a funnel and on there is a video of me talking about our program and how we help agencies get clients. If you are struggling with client acquisition or client retention, then we probably have the solution for you. Right now, we've helped over 230 agencies solve their problems of client acquisition and retention. We're very fucking good at it and we work on a complete pay on results basis and you can't really lose money when you work with us. So if you do want to have a chat, maybe see if we're a good fit, you can leave your card at home. We don't do incentive-based pricing or high-pressure sales at all. Um, we can walk you through and demo the thing out for you. Check that out if you want to. It'll be in the description. Um, other than that, have an amazing day. Peace out. Talk to you soon. Sorry for the phone call, by the way. Take care.